Welcome to the Be Ruthless Show, where we have the conversations that other people don't, the conversations that other people won't. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I'm ready to make a lot of noise and disrupt things ruthlessly. Thanks for being here today. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Be Ruthless Show. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and today I am here solo to talk about some really important issues that I think go on all of the time and unintentionally and un, unrecognized because no one knows any better. And so I want to bring some awareness to things I deal with on a regular basis, and I know I'm not the only one. So I want to read an email that I received. I live in Boulder, Colorado, in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> um, like really, really north in Boulder. And there's this tiny little neighborhood, like in the middle of nowhere. It's exactly what I asked for and had no idea it was here. So being a part of this neighborhood and this community is amazing because it makes you, I feel like I live in the middle of nowhere, but I know I have neighbors and people surrounding me in case God forbid. So I received a reminder about the neighborhood block party, Saturday, August 21st, blah, blah, blah. And there will be three rounds, da, 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 da. Kids only, parent, child, and couples. Okay. Kids only. I am not a kid, although I act like one. Parent, child. That's not me either. And what was the third? Couples. Okay. So there are so many situations that I could give you. This is one example where no one is being malicious or intentionally trying to exclude people, but that just left me out. I do not fall into any of those categories. And this happens to widows so often. I can't begin to explain. It happens to single people also, but as a widow, like things like that, it just, it hits you a little bit differently, but I think singles, widows, all of us need to be acknowledged to feel included and recognized. And like I said, I know this isn't intentional or malicious, but it happens all the time. I want to reiterate that, that this is one example and it was current, but I could have thought about it or looked in my journal and given you a hundred more because it happens all the time. So I want to raise awareness about grief and the education that the world needs. And it's not just about the moments of immediate loss. For widows, that loss doesn't end. For anybody who experiences a major trauma, that doesn't end. And so little triggers or reminders like that are everywhere. And if you can take an extra 30 seconds to pause before you send that email or before you make that invitation, an extra minute to think about the language that you're using and look at the groups that you're mentioning and, and think about if there is anyone that you might unintentionally be excluding. Like I say, I know this is so unintentional. But it happens all the time. And the only way it changes is if people like me speak up and let you know that makes it more difficult. Now, I can also tell you that if this if I would have received this email two years ago, a year ago, I don't know when in the process. I know I'm at over three and a half years without Jim. And 
I know that there's a point in time that this would have definitely struck me and I wouldn't have done anything more than that. I would write in my journal, maybe, maybe vent to my dad or a close friend, maybe, big maybe. Because first of all, I hate the W word. It took me (laughs) well over a year, maybe close to two, to even say widow. But I can tell you that receiving it, it didn't even, I didn't have to stop and think. I immediately reached out to the person who sent it to let her know, thank you. And I love being a part of this community in this neighborhood. And I'd really like to come And I'm not sure what category I fall into. And it created a great conversation. She felt terrible and revised the email and sent sent out a new one, you know, but she also thanked me for letting her know that, for bringing it to her attention. Because if I had just been silent, like I might've been a year or two ago, definitely two years ago, maybe, maybe not a year ago, but somewhere in that year and a half to two year mark, I started recognizing the the need to use that voice because if I don't speak up, people don't know. So she is so grateful and thankful and not everyone will respond that way. Just to be honest, there are people who type things and send them out and that's the way they want it. And, and feedback might not make a difference, but more people do care and, and want to meet our needs. Therefore we have to tell them what those needs are, right? People don't read minds. People don't know that something can strike a chord or rub us the wrong way or hurt or be a trigger if we don't tell them. This didn't strike a chord with the person who wrote it. It wasn't something in her awareness, but now it will be. I guarantee you now she will forever be aware because we had that conversation. So I'm not saying everyone has to have that response, but I am saying that the more of us that do, the more we can help this world understand that grief doesn't end, that we need you, that little things like that, there are triggers for us every single day all over and something as simple as that. My concern is for the people who aren't in a place to speak up, who might miss out on this great neighborhood event because they're, they're not comfortable saying, where do I, you know, where does, what, what group do I fall into or having that conversation? I want everyone to know that expressing your feelings or your needs is not a disservice or something to feel badly about. It's the only way to let people know what we really need. And obviously what I need is different than what you need is what different than what so-and-so needs, but There are a lot of things in common. After loss, we need you. We need you. We need to feel included. We need to feel thought about. We need so many things. And that is common no matter who I'm talking about and what story or path your healing journey takes. So I recognize that we all can respond to these triggers in our own ways. And I just want everyone to know that if you feel like, you know what? I could do that. I think if that happens or that did happen and I could speak up, it is a gift to the person you're speaking up to because you are giving them knowledge that they didn't have about something so important in this world and how to be there for you and how to 
support your healing journeys. So the other thing is that if you don't want to say it yourself, you can find an advocate or someone to say it for you with you. That's what I do with my clients. I do what they aren't able to do at this moment with them for them while guiding them along the way so that they can do it themselves. But it doesn't have to happen immediately. Like I said, two years ago, I absolutely would have deleted the email and missed the event and probably left it at that. I really, maybe, maybe I would have vented to someone, but I really think talking about it at that time was more of a painful trigger, more of, you know, I was in that negative, hurting, lonely place. So you can speak up yourself. You can find someone to speak up for you. We could be talking about anything now, right? I always say this. One of my closest friends really has a hard time speaking up for herself and always has. And instead of fighting that and beating herself up for it, she's recognizing that it's deeply a part of her personality. And when there are situations when she isn't able to do it herself, she's enlisting the support of others to help her figure out how. She knows the importance of it. So you don't have to be like me and be big and bold and speak out to any and everyone who's making comments or or doing things, but you also don't have to be completely silent. There's a hundred shades in between and you can find your own lane and what works best for you. If something happens and you do feel like speaking up, I just encourage you to do it. I didn't swear at this lady or say how rude you didn't invite me, blah, blah, blah. I had a civil, calm, honest conversation. If, if we speak with respect to people, there's no need. We're not, I'm not attacking her or what she did. I'm, I'm voicing my own situation and where do I fit in? It was her own response. It was her own choice to say, I want to revise this email because the conversation resulted in that awareness. So if we are talking about, if this is making you think about anything in your life, it's an honest gift to yourself and to the people you speak to. And like I said, not everyone will respond with rainbows and butterflies. Um, but more people really will surprise you. The world wants to, our loved ones want to be there for us and want to meet our needs. They don't know what they are unless you live it and go through it. And like I said, it is different for everyone, but there are common denominators and things we all share. But unless you've experienced it, you don't know what people might need. You don't know what people don't need. So conversations, guys, that's what this show is all about. That's what this episode is all about. I spoke up. I get to go. (laughs) Not that I couldn't have gone anyhow, but I just want to raise awareness that taking an extra minute to look at an email before you send it, taking an extra minute to think about your audience. And if there is anyone that you might unintentionally be excluding that can make the world of difference in someone's, not only their day, but in their life. So I hope that this example, which is one of hundreds, like I told you, but I hope that you understand where I'm coming from and why I thought it was important enough to bring an entire episode to. I also want to tell you about my new event, Ask Sam. 
It will be the last Tuesday of every month. It'll be a private, very interactive event on Zoom so that instead of just emailing me questions and getting the answers on air or on my picking up the pieces show or, you know, in all of the different places, you can actually talk to me live in person on Zoom and I will answer whatever questions you bring to the best of my ability. And I think it needs to be done every month. I'm not putting restrictions on topics. I don't want to limit people to any type of conversation. If if there is something you want to talk to me about, this is an opportunity. If there's someone you think might want to talk to me, this is an opportunity. And I'm just excited to do it in a way, instead of doing an event like I've done where I'm just talking and providing tips and information, this is going to be more of an interactive conversation and hands-on as if we were working together. And you can sit back and silently observe if you just want to see what my style is like or what it's like. If you don't know, it's a great opportunity to learn. Unless you've had a coach or counseling or therapy, you don't know what it's like. And some people have a bad experience and think that all coaching or counseling or therapy is like that one experience. So if you want to see my approach and my style, this is an opportunity to do that. You do absolutely do not have to interact or put your camera on or your microphone at all. It's just an opportunity to do that if you'd like and to see what it's like. And a lot of people are afraid of the unknown, right? Even if We've heard about it from other people. If you haven't experienced it, you really don't know. So that will be every month, the last Tuesday of every month at six o'clock PM Mountain Standard Time. I will put all the time zones in the show notes with the link to register. And I would love to see you there. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. And until next time, everyone, always be ruthless. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the Ruthless Movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Hub community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week.